0: Welcome to the I Am Healing Strong Podcast. My name is Jim Mann, along with my my friend. I almost said little, <laughs> and you get upset, and I get scared.
1: Well, you had such a serious voice, Jim Mann. Is that your podcast voice?
0: That is my professional podcast voice.
1: Well, I'm so sorry that I don't have one of those.
0: We got an accent all of a sudden. What is that?
1: <laughs> I was trying to be fancy and serious. Fancy. Fancy. Okay, so okay. speaking of fancy, mm-hmm. um, I spoke to Dr. Andrea Cologne, and she's all the way in California.
0: You went there in person? I wish. Oh.
1: Nope, but I spoke to her. We had a great conversation.
0: See, you did it without me. I
1: did one. I did. I'm growing up, Jim.
0: Wow, well, so fast.
1: So she's a naturopathic doctor, and um, it was fascinating to hear kind of the way Healing Strong plays a part in what she does.
0: Wow, is she in a group?
1: Uh, she's not in a group, but most of her patients are. And so it really fascinated her. And now she's raising money for Healing Strong. But listen, I don't want to give it away. Let's hear it from her.
2: I grew up between Connecticut and Rhode Island. I went to medical school in Arizona, which has an amazing scope of practice for NDs. Um, my focus was more like hormone health. I did have some interest in oncology, but... Um, Practice a little bit back east, but the laws are a little different for naturopathic doctors back there. So I had an opportunity to come out to Orange County actually right before COVID hit. So I've been out here for a couple of years, um, worked at a couple different clinics, um, you know, specializing in uh, everything from like hormone health, autoimmune disease. I do see uh, cancer patients, um, gut health. All those fun things, um, pain management, weight management. So um, I'm currently at um, a facility called Stark, which focuses on health optimization. So we're kind of integrated here. So there's naturopathic doctors, chiropractors, personal training, nutrition, all under one roof. Mm. Um, And there's several locations. I'm at the Newport Beach location. And then they kind of they do this annual fundraiser every year, which is kind of why what connected me to your podcast.
1: Oh, that's so cool. So so naturopathic, you say, uh, you know, for people who don't understand what that is, kind of give give me or give them a more extensive kind of. Well, this is, you know, the kind of things we suggest versus this.
2: Right. So naturopathic medicine, it's about addressing root cause. So I do a lot personally with diet, lifestyle changes, um, supplementation. I do do a lot with hormone replacement. So I can prescribe hormones. That's not my first go-to usually. Uh Um, But I do hormone replacement in certain medications. But a lot of it is addressing – it's about figuring out the why, why something's happening and addressing that rather than just masking the symptoms. That's the biggest Um, Difference, I think, between naturopathic doctors and just traditional medicine. We often do a lot more testing uh, also to look deeper into figuring out the why.
1: What successes have you seen with diet?
2: Oh, my goodness. It's amazing what you can do just by changing your diet. So the um, facility I'm at now, we do a lot of like cardiometabolic health. Mm -hmm. So cholesterol and... You can reverse type two diabetes just by taking junk out of your diet and even um, reversing like bad cholesterol markers just with diet changes a lot of the times.
1: Yeah. And so that kind of plays hand in hand with what you're saying with healing strong, um, kind of where you focus on healing on the inside and the health. And then it kind of takes care of, you know, the other things that are going on in your body
2: right i i was actually connected with healing strong um one, i actually met one of um the members at one a clinic i was used to practice at and then um i looked at the mission statement and i was like oh this is kind of what i do for every single day you know and i was really in line with that like figuring out healthy lifestyle how it affects your daily life quality of life those kind of things
1: so if you, let's say you see a patient that has recently been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. I I don't know if you know our story, but like for Jim, he had stage four cancer and he changed his diet, he's he's my co-host. He changed his diet, sugar-free, you know, they told him he would only have, I think a year to live. And he basically healed himself by changing the way he ate. And then, you know, my husband, my husband has an autoimmune disease, which they told him he would need a liver transplant. So if you see one of these patients that's recently been diagnosed, I mean, what is the first thing you kind of bring up to them?
2: I kind of, well, there's different reasons why people can develop autoimmune diseases. It's, I mean, some of it can be genetic. Yeah. But just because you hold the genes to something doesn't mean that you'll develop that symptom either. So a lot of autoimmunity that I see, um, is lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So what we put our bodies, a lot of it has to do with gut health. So I'll do a lot of gut testing because certain bacteria, if they are prevalent in the in the GI system especially, those can trigger autoimmunity. Huh. Working a lot on um, optimizing micronutrients like vitamin D um, is particularly important for autoimmunity and prevention of autoimmunity. And that's a micronutrient that most people are deficient in. So sometimes it can be something so simple as like, giving the person a probiotic, getting their vitamin D levels up and having them cut out like alcohol and um, simple starches. Mm -hmm. And we can see, you know, reversing and working on inflammation. That's a big thing with all disease. Um, A lot of improvement within a, like a few months.
1: Yeah. Say, is it similar with cancer or is that a different approach altogether? Cancer is a
2: little tricky, a little more tricky. I mean, because there's so many different types Mm -hmm. and, the testing it depends if you're look what you're looking for you're not really there's certain labs that you can see like inflammatory labs that will be elevated at first mm-hmm. but unless you're specifically looking for cancer markers you're not going to find it right away but you can get like i you can see markers like inf- inflammation that might be there that might say hey there might be something else going on here yeah. um but a lot of disease is related back to inflammation and that's what we do as naturopathic doctors is work on addressing and lowering inflammation in the body.
1: What made you want to go the naturopathic way? So I actually was—I was sick a
2: lot as a child. Um, my parents—I ate a lot of fast food. Mm-hmm. I was fed McDonald's on a weekly basis. I was severely overweight as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always sick, and you know, as I became an adult. In my early 20s, I was always tired. I always had a sore throat and I had acne. Mm-hmm. And I actually went on Accutene for my acne and my acne came back after that. So I was like, okay, this is not normal. Yeah. A friend of mine introduced me to a naturopathic doctor. And at the time, I had no idea what that was. Um, but I went to go see her and she, this doctor in Connecticut basically was the one that helped me figure out I had food allergies And that some of my um, vitamins were low. So just taking out those sensitivities that I had and like working on correcting some of those low vitamins I had, like my acne cleared up, my energy went up. And I haven't had any issues, like major issues since then. So that was kind of how I first got introduced to it. And then I started shadowing her um, just to kind of see what it was about a little more. And I, I saw these patients coming in and they were getting better. Yeah. And they weren't taking medication. So I, I was like, okay, there's something to this. That's kind of how I got into it at first.
1: That's a really interesting story. Because I, um, I too took Accutane, which is a really strong medicine.
2: Oh, it's so strong. And then I think now, like, what kind of, why would I take a medication where you have to monitor your liver enzymes every month? I know.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> I know. That's a, that's a crazy one. And for it to come back is even crazier because of what it, I mean, it, I feel like the effect it has on your body. Oh, it was awful.
2: My skin changed after that. I used to have more like oily um, T zone type skin, combination, and now my skin's definitely drier. Like yeah. it never went back. And I actually got into aesthetics, so I went to uh aesthetic school actually because I was so interested in trying to figure out how to heal my skin. And then that's also kind of how I got to got interested in like, okay, what we're putting on our bodies also makes a big difference in our internal health.
1: Yeah. So you basically, uh, by yourself kind of dealt with the healing from within first to kind of heal the outside as well. Exactly. And which is kind of what spurred you on to, to pursue that as a career.
2: Yes. And my, what really, my background was actually communications, probably similar to you if you were, oh, wow. um, yeah, I was working, I did public relations, um, and TV production for a while but a family member my stepfather what really motivated me to go to school to be a naturopathic doctor was my stepfather um, was diagnosed with an advanced-stained brain cancer and he pretty much he just died he died two weeks after he was diagnosed oh wow and that was really my motivating factor for going back to school because I was just so devastated and upset that our medical system failed him. Yeah. I felt like, in a way, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I was driven by the that feeling of I don't want people to suffer like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was what my motivating factor was for going back to school to become a naturopathic doctor.
1: Totally. So you had a career in kind of like myself in journalism, and then something completely changed your direction and motivated you. And are you, would you say your way more fulfilled now?
2: Oh, absolutely. And a lot of um, the people that were in my class, like my classmates and a lot of naturopathic doctors in general, I find were mo- they left careers like other fields because they were motivated by either their own health journey or someone that they were close to um, to make them want to go make a difference. So
1: very fulfilling. That's, that's awesome. So where did you start um, over here on the East coast? You said you were over here for a little while.
2: Yeah. So I'm, I was born in Connecticut. I grew up between there and Rhode Island. Um, I lived all over the Northeast though. Like I did undergrad in Boston for a little bit. I lived in Manhattan, Florida for a little bit. Um, I got my undergrad from university of Rhode Island. And then I went to naturopathic medical school in Arizona, just because the of practice there is so good. Mm -hmm. Um, so you learn pretty much every modality, including like acupuncture. We do learn medication, uh, how to prescribe meds, um, all of
1: those. So it's more broad. You mentioned kind of shortly, like there's a difference in, I think you said the laws on naturopathic and between the East coast and the West coast. What, what is that?
2: Oh, there's a huge difference between every state. So, not all states are licensed for naturopathic doctors. Huh. So as a naturopathic doctor, you have to have the, you have to have gone to a naturopathic medical school. I know that there's, there's this big controversy with people that call themselves naturopaths uh-huh. that did some online certification. They're not actually doctors. They did. Yeah. So where as naturopathic doctors, we have to take boards, get licensed, um, get malpractice insurance. Not all states are licensed for us though. So, um, the, what we can do in each state is different, which is kind of frustrating. Mm-hmm. So for example, in Connecticut, we can't do IV therapy, which I'm able to do
1: in California. Okay. And that is for someone who may not know.
2: So IV therapy, it, we can use like nutrients, vitamins, like vitamin C, B complex, um, They're great for people, especially cancer patients Uh or anyone that's sick because you don't have to worry about the absorption of the nutrients Uh versus like taking an oral capsule. It goes right into your system um, and you can do higher doses of uh, nutrients when necessary. So that's one benefit of practicing in California that I can't do in Connecticut. I gotcha.
1: And do you think that's something that could change in the future? (sighs) I don't know
2: because there's a lot of uh, politics going around with the FDA right now mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're trying to take away some of the IV stuff that we're doing. So
1: it's, Oh, it's all, from it's, where you are.
2: Yeah. It, it's just politics. That's what it comes down to and why we're all, we're not licensed in all the States.
1: I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. So back to, you know, kind of the reason you shifted, do you feel like it could have been different? You said it was your stepfather, right?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you think it could have been different with your stepfather had you have known sooner and he could have been treated differently?
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was, I was a young, um, I was a kid, you know, when looking back at some of the symptoms he had like chronic night pain, um, tummy issues, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like fatigue. He was a smoker drank heavily. I'm like, all these are, risk factors and symptoms of like, okay, there's probably, there's something wrong if this isn't
1: just normal pain, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So, and so that was before or after you had your personal situation that you went through that kind of, um, you went on the naturopathic side. My, my personal. Yeah. When, when you were on Accutane, was that, did your, you lose your stepfather before or after that? Oh, I did Accutane way before I lost my stepfather. Okay. Yeah. So you had already kind of gone down that path a
2: little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I did aesthetics before he passed away and all that. So I was kind of getting more into, okay, like something's going on here with internal health too.
1: Yeah. So explain to me more kind of about how you connected with Healing Strong and and what you – how that all that happened? So I was at a
2: practice – here in California and I had a patient come in and that was looking for treatment. Um, she mentioned that she was a member of healing strong. Yeah. So um, I switched jobs and had mentioned to her that they're I'm going to be doing like a charity um, fitness competition and that I would probably do healing strong as my, charity because I, I've had a lot of, I've met a lot of patients or people that are members of Healing Strong through the last, uh, clinic I was at. Oh. So I was like, I'm familiar with what they're, what they're doing. I know a lot of them and I figured they would
1: be the best charity for me to support. That's wonderful. And so you, you did, you went through with the competition and, and all that or no, it hasn't happened yet. Oh, I'm in the
2: middle of it now. It finishes in June. It's a six month competition.
1: Oh, wow. What is it? Okay. So tell me more about this competition. Um so I because I
2: work at Stark, that's the um integrative um health optimization I guess we do more. Um but they have something a competition called Stark Naked every year. Uh-huh. And basically every contestant, um, we pay a thousand dollar entry free. It all goes to charity. So we all pick our own charity first. That's awesome. Um, and then we pay the entry fee and then we raise as much money as possible. So that's part of the voting process of who wins. So it's like best transformation. And then part of it is also like who raised the most money. That's part of like how you win.
1: So if you have people listening that want to help, how, how can they help? Okay. So there
2: is a, um, GoFundMe page okay. that they can donate to. So I can, um, give that over to you.
1: Yeah. And so wait, so is there like a portion where did you say you, you like, it's a fitness contest or so are you actually like losing weight or what are you?
2: Yeah. So because, um, cause we're, we have personal training at our center too. So, um, that's a big benefit for me. So I, everyone, you know, you tr- we train consistently. So yeah, it's like health optimization. So we're doing lab work and all that too. Okay. So the, um, the GoFundMe is under www.mightycause.com slash okay. story. Okay. Slash it's A-N-D-R-E. Okay. C-O-L-O-N. Okay. So it's, it's almost my full name, Andrea Colon. (laughs)
1: You just left the A off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that, that, um, is great. We can look for that too and kind of follow your progress and track. And when did you say it was over?
2: Um, it's like the first week of June and people can vote. Like, so they will be, I'll list something on my, um, Instagram and on social media for like everyone can go vote to see who they think has the best transformation.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Okay, well, we can all vote. Hear that? Yeah, that would be great. We can all, (laughs) we can all vote. (laughs) Um, So is there anything else that you think that you want the world to know about naturopathic medicine or what you do? Because I feel like um, it's often misconstrued. And I mean, I feel like, you know, you might want to say, something about it that people can hear?
2: I think one of the big things I want to get across is that, well, for me personally, especially, there is a time and a place for naturopathic medicine. And there's a time and a place for like traditional medicine. And you need both. I think having like an integrative care is the best for patients. And that's how... You, we can't have a world without medications, right? Medications save people's lives, right? But not everyone needs that right away. That is their first intervention. Um, I think that a lot of people don't know when medical schools first came out that they used to teach nutrition, um, right? Hippocrates, the father of medicine, let food be the be thy medicine, right? And then that was taken out of schools because of um, the Rockefellers. Uh-huh. There's a whole history about it, Um and they had made naturopathic medicine illegal at that time and all that. But I, I am not against traditional medicine. I, I There's a time and a place again. And I think a lot of people think that just because we're naturopathic doctors, so they think we're like woo-woo and all that. But we do a lot of science-based stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do prescribe, like I said. So um, there's room for all of us on this planet.
1: <laughs> I think it's important that, you know, like you said, there's a balance. There's a happy medium to it. I mean... There's a balance to watching, kind of what goes into your body as far as food and exercise, but also medications. I mean, you like you said, you need both. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think that um, there's some wisdom to that, and I think, um, I think it's interesting that you've had quite a few healing strong patients that come to your office.
2: Yeah, a lot. Some of them are in remission and they're just doing more like a maintenance care. And some of them are in inactive. Um, you know, they're actively in treatment right now. Um, they're great. I love the organization. I think it's like the mission statement, again, aligns perfectly with what I do. Um, so they've been very supportive with me too, during this, about this whole competition and everything also, which is
1: great. (laughs) Which is good because everybody that's listening will be supportive. And so if anybody other than the GoFundMe, if anybody wants to find you or find out more about you, where can they go? Um, so
2: I'm in the process of redoing my website, but it's basically, I'll have it up at the end of this week. It's just, uh, Okay. Um, they can also check out starklife.us. That's my current location. Um, and then social media.
1: Okay. So drandriacolone.com. I'm actually looking it up, but you said you're redoing it, right? Yeah. So I think it's it'll be up again this week. Um, if they want to learn more about
2: just like the Stark Naked competition, they can go to the starklife.us, that site. Okay because yeah. that's where they'll have the links to vote and everything when the competition's over.
1: Okay. Um, One last thing. So what would you say is the most important thing to like a healing strong patient that may not be in remission or may just be beginning this process? Um, would you say food? Would you say um, IV therapy? I mean, what would, what would you put? I know every patient's different, so it's kind of hard to say, but what would you put at the top of the list? I really think one of the
2: most important things while people are going through cancer is having a support system. Yeah, I agree. And be- because if you don't have a good mindset, that is that can affect your healing process.
1: Well said. That uh, I I completely agree, and that's kind of where the, the healing strong comes into with their groups and their meetings.
2: Yes. And having support, I, the patients I see, the ones that don't have support, they're not in a good space. And it's really sad and unfortunate. Uh-huh. And that's why it's great to have something like Healing Strong where the people can relate and have some kind of support. You can't go through something as devastating as having cancer alone.
0: Okay, why isn't she near me so I can go to her As my doctor. I
1: know. Well, she told you because laws are a little different, but I actually thought the same thing because she deals with a lot of autoimmune diseases, and I told her over the phone, I said, I really wish you could see my husband. I feel like, I don't know, I just, I kind of want to go to her, but maybe, maybe we can go out there, Jim.
0: Yeah. Well, you're wealthy.
1: (laughs) Whatever.
0: Maybe I'm thinking about somebody else.
1: You trying to charter a private jet?
0: Well, yeah. Hey, I got a friend who, who flies private jets, so I'll, I'll talk to him. Maybe we can go out there, and she can fix me. I'll call her. her I bet
1: she has open appointments. All right. I don't know, though. She's I'm, pretty popular.
0: I'm free Tuesday.
1: Okay, let's go. Yeah. She might be busy. She's, she's got to raise that money, remember?
0: Uh, yeah. Which
1: reminds that's... me that we both need to vote for her.
0: I have already did.
1: Oh, oh, that's right. You maxed out your number of times. They told you you're no longer allowed.
0: You've been listening to the I Am Healing Strong podcast. Every week we bring you stories of hope from people who are facing life-altering challenges and finding out that God has a plan for your life no matter what you're facing. It's all a part of the Healing Strong organization. To find out more about Healing Strong, go to the website at healingstrong.org.